TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Here we do welcome you to a Friday version of TalkZone.com, and it's two guys and a mic show. Thank you for joining us. Beautiful, beautiful Friday here in the fine city of Chicago. The big dog and the coach at your service up until 11 o'clock Central Time. Lots of sports to talk about over the weekend. Of course, the Winter Olympics starting tonight. I don't know about you, big dog, but I am definitely getting psyched up. I know a lot of people are... A little bit negative and not yet excited about it, but I, for one, am getting into Winter Olympic 2010. How are you, Doug? Uh, doing absolutely fantastic. I'm not like excited about the opening ceremonies or anything like that. Hopefully they can you know, blow my mind. It'll actually be real unlike China, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited about the Olympics, Coach. All right. And uh, from a medal count, uh, I know, Big Dog, you've uh, analyzed some of the luge, the bobsled, the uh, biathlon, the Nordic skiing, some of those events. Where might the United States finish? Give us a quick early prediction on the medal count. Can the U.S. overtake a Canada or a Norway? Ladies and gentlemen, Winter Olympic specialist, expert Joe Redwanski. Yeah, I, I don't. They'll probably be below Canada. Canada's having, the, for some reason, teams that host the Olympics do extremely well. So I'm going to say Canada will lead. Mm-hmm. They will probably. Uh, the USA will probably finish just below Liechtenstein, but ahead of Borneo. <laughs> Definitely, they will blow Borneo out of the water these particular yeah, winter. Borneo, I've always felt Borneo is overrated. Yes, and yeah. they'll blow them out of the water because, you know, Coach, yesterday I was thinking, don't worry about it, it won't be a problem with the snow <laughs> issue. Well, I was wrong. It's getting worse. They, you know, this the Winter Olympics are going to be in the water instead of the snow. You, you were right. It's getting worse than it, than it, the day before. Well, absolutely. Weather has become a major factor if you didn't yes. join our scintillating show yesterday. By the way, Big Dog, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but to all of your comments, all of your bad predictions over the football season are available on the TalkZone.com website via archive. So listeners can tune into any one of the shows if they're, uh, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night and you need a big dog coach fix, you can, boom, go to TalkZone.com or go to our fan page at TwoGuysMike.com. All the shows are archived, but uh, we talked about it yesterday, where the weather is a factor, but there's a new, yesterday was what, warm and rain. That was a problem. There's a new weather condition that uh, hit yesterday, and that is fog. They had to cancel almost all of the practice ski runs because of fog. Can you imagine if fog heads in and cancels some of these events? It could be a true nightmare for the uh, organizing committee of Vancouver 2010. Well, I would say postponed. They're not going to cancel anything about the Olympics. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a lot of issues right now that they're dealing with in, t- in terms of weather. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that just throws a little monkey wrench in there. The NBC doesn't want anything like that happening oh. because, you know, they, they take a big enough bath, you know, on the Olympics mm-hmm. as, as it is, let yeah. alone if this stuff starts happening to them. I think Canada is one of the favorites to win the um, medal round, win the most medals. But that was not always the case. I was doing a little research for the show, Big Dog, doing a little reading. And apparently Canada prior... To the last Olympics. And by the way, our phone number, if you want to check in, Winter Olympics, NBA All-Star Game, Daytona 500, and we got some Valentine's weekend stuff coming up. Big Dog, we are going to pry into your personal life. Oh, i got to tell you something. Uh, Valentine's Day, 
especially on a Saturday, for a guy who is single, one mm-hmm. of the greatest days that's, of the year. That's exactly what we're going to pry. Yes, that's so, all I have believe, to tell you. It's going to be a good Saturday night, my boys. It's a we lot have, more uh, exciting. I find myself uh, prying into your life is a lot more than actually living, <laughs> a lot more exciting and fun than actually living my life. I found that out over seven years of working with you. That's I enjoy. Quite frankly, why I enjoy working with you. But uh, 888-463-6748, the phone number. We'll get into some Valentine stuff uh, in a little bit. 888-463-6748 if you want to check in. Any of the sports topics, get off the sports page. God bless you. We're more than happy to do that. Our email is Mike2Guys at AOL.com, M-I-C, and the number 2, Mike2Guys at AOL.com. But apparently Canada had slumped. For many a year in the Winter Olympics, uh, uh, dog, and then about like six years ago, prior to the 2000, what would have been 2006, Winter Olympics, they started a project, a promotion called Own the Gold. Okay. OWG, I don't know if you've read about this or not, and that was the Canadian Athletic Olympic Committee trying to uh, increase financially and research and, and time and everything into creating better Winter Olympic athletes owned the goal was the promotion and it worked because I think in 2006 they were the leading medal round winners. So Canada is one of the favorites, but it was not always the case. They had slumped for many a year. Oh yeah, they made it a, a especially in hockey. You know, they kept yes. getting the bronze and the and the silver, and that was a, a big issue to them. Uh, I do remember they yeah, they really didn't have a lot of really good Olympics except in '88 when it was in Calgary. They had you know I know they finished pretty high for them, mm-hmm. but it used to be the the, the former uh, Soviet Union and the the Eastern uh, Germans. I mean, yes. they, they used to seem like. They, They'd win. Right. And then the Nor- the Scandinavian countries would win all like the Nordic ski events. Right. So uh, Czechoslovakia yeah, used to be a, a great hockey team. Remember? Oh my goodness! Yeah, but they it was like just a strange thing. They had uh, the best goalie on the planet in Dominic Hasek, and they had the, ah. be- the, gr- the best scorer on the planet in uh, Yarmir Yager. Mm-hmm. And then you you, know, you get those two guys because. It, it's the greatest hockey tournament on the planet. I cannot wait to see the hockey. I didn't want to get into that. Why are the Blackhawks playing on Saturday? Shouldn't they? Shouldn't I, shouldn't all this stuff be canceled? Why, shouldn't they? I remember in previous years in the Olympics, they actually started playing hockey games before the opening ceremony because mm-hmm. there were so many games that needed to be played. So I'm I'm a little worried yeah, the about men's the men's hockey. Time. I got to check my schedules. I got all kinds of information on the Olympics, but the men's hockey starts a little bit later in the two week uh, ordeal that is the Winter Olympics. Doesn't, right? we got doesn't the make women, sense. Women's hockey starts first. Okay, but they 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 both should be playing, and you know they sh- there should be games all the time in this particular. They they should play more. Is all I'm saying, Coach. I don't know why no. they're starting late. I think for basketball, football, baseball, hockey guys like yourself, it's actually a good thing. Because if they had hockey all the time, a Joel Radwanski, some of the football jocks out there would never discover the joys and the beauty of a curling of a luge, of a bobsled. So I think it allows us to delve into other sports. How's that for uh, digging deep well, below uh, the uh, No, no, surface? I like that. I like that, Coach, because you know, because I, like I will dig. I don't appreciate your dig at me. Well, I was using you, know, you representing the male jock hood out there that might struggle with some of the Winter Olympic events. You, you, you know, like, uh, as a matter of fact, <laughs> I'm, I'm up for all the stuff. And as a matter of yeah. fact, uh, Kevin Horan, our former producer, who yes. Dave Wilson has uh, has taken the job of, uh, yeah. much very admirably, by the way. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, Kevin asked me how I thought about women's figure skating. He knows that I'm into everything in the Olympics, coach. So, yeah. uh, and well, basically, my a, response: we, we have a couple cuts on our old radio show that uh, show that you are a little bit too into some of the Olympic uh, figure skating, particularly the mare, the pairs. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that and the bears. The the male pairs. I, I don't think they started that yet, Coach. There was no. a movie about it. It was it was it was a fictitious movie. Okay. <laughs> oh, and the figure skating is the. Uh, I don't know if it'll be true this Olympics. I would assume so, but it is the marquee event, Big Dog. I don't know if you agree with that or oh, disagree. Is. I to me, it's like gymnastics. I don't watch it for four years, but I thoroughly enjoy the gymnastics in the summer games. Make all the jokes you want. I actually enjoy. The athletic competition, the suspense, the tension that uh, goes into the finals. You know, you've watched the final six in the figure skating, be it pairs, men's singles, or female singles. Well, I enjoy it. i, I got to be quite honest with you, Coach. I can care less about the, the men's. Mm-hmm. Seriously, you can say I'm sexist, whatever. I don't care less. I care less about the men's. The the ice dancing, uh, whatever, maybe if there's a story, like if somebody, like, uh, attacks somebody off stage or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and the pairs, <laughs> not really, but, like, the women's figure skating. Yeah. It's so catty. That one, like, hour or two hours of coverage during, <laughs> yes. what, what do they call it, the long? Well, there's well, the they, short, yeah, you do the, the, the first the day program. is the oh. short program, then yeah. the final one's the long program. The long program. I got it. When, when they're, when they're up for the, uh, when it's really close, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, the looks that they give each other. I, I, I love it, coach. That is some of the best hour or hour and a half yeah. of television that you can get. So you're Plus, right, you're right smack in the, uh, Us Magazine, People Magazine gossip column. I enjoy it also, but, and this may sound corny, but it's actually very tense athletic competition. The pressure. Oh. The pressure to perform, and you know it's one little mishap, and it can cost you the gold. I enjoy watching that. Or then you can see somebody like Sarah Hughes who just has like the performance of her life, yes. who just goes out there free and easy, and ends up just yes. having like triumphantly skating over the place. And I do have to admit, and there's also the part of me that likes the fact that they put the ages of the girls up there on there, so I can I can feel at ease <laughs> while I watch it. Okay. So you know which ones you can feel guilty about, and which ones not to feel guilty about. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, it, it, that might sound sick, Coach, but I don't know what it is. It, it, it is like an aphrodisiac to me. I am not kidding. The first time I had a girlfriend in high school, and she figure skated, and I didn't know, and then I saw her figure skating. You have no idea. It's like I fell in love with the girl. <laughs> and it's been some strange obsession with me my whole entire life. Uh-huh. I've always like gravitated towards figure skaters whenever I've tried to date girls, Coach. Well, it's bad. They're, they're... When I found out another former producer of the show, Danny Zerdeman, uh-huh. when I found out his sister was a figure skater, Uh-oh. he would not let me meet her. No! That's a problem. <laughs> that could be a problem. All right, well, if we have any uh, figure skaters out there, he's still available, we think, for Valentine's weekend. We're going to delve into that in a little bit. But uh, if you want to email us, uh, we'll send send the uh, information along to the big dog here if you're a figure skater out there. But female only, right? The attraction does not carry over to the male figure skater? Uh, no, no. Are you sure? I, I'm positive. We and can you talk know, about it's... her. Uh, I was uh, I was in the car with uh, my boy Cloudy the other day, and we were uh, I forget we were going grocery shopping or something, and uh-huh. we heard uh, an ad for the Winter Olympics, okay. and they were talking about the men's figure skating. It was like it was like on a CNBC or something like that. I'm not sure it was. It was like some type of preliminary thing, and they were like, "Watch the grace, the flamboyance, men's figure skating." <laughs> we were like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> I don't find that particularly funny. That's why I would watch it. The grace, the flamboyance, and also I like the athletic tension. I'm not going to watch the whole thing. It's sort of like golf, you know, four rounds. I will, and I'm not a golfer, but I enjoy watching the back nine of a major tournament. I will watch the final short program and the long program, and I'll watch the male figure skaters for the greats, the flatulence, and whatever else. Was it flamboyance or flatulence? It's uh, it is flamboyance, believe ah, it or not. Flamboyance, I apologize, and uh, of course the athletic tension of, uh, you know, seeing who can do the triple toe, axle, double, reverse. Oh, the triple the f- toe. That's that's the quadruple now, isn't it? That's right. Coach, Tri- that's, that's the triple has become mundane. 
Yeah, that's, now, you know, I just, it just, I don't know, something about like Johnny Weir dressed as a peacock doesn't do something <laughs> for me, coach. I don't know. By the way, is he in the male or female competition? Have they decided yet? They have kept him in the male this year. Really? Coach. Yes, I know there they, was a they, controversy there. They did not shift him, which they were con- they were considering, but <laughs> much to his chagrin. A, co- <laughs> a coaching decision, huh? Yeah. You talk about make- <laughs> making out a baseball lineup, trying to figure out your batting order, very difficult. You can imagine the, <laughs> yeah, US the U.S. figure skating coach, really you got your lineup, the-, the males, the females, where do you fit in a Johnny Weir? You know, I can go number six with the women, number four with the guy. Tough decision, but that's why they pay those skating coaches the big bucks. Well, if the if the men's team was a little deeper, he would have taken the, the miser spot, I'm pretty sure. Believe me, it's plenty deep. Uh, by the way, if you want to email any females out there, if you're a figure skater, or if you're not currently and you want to take up figure skating, you might pique the interest of a single and extremely eligible Joel Radwanski. You can email us at Mike2Guys, M-I-C in the number two, Mike2Guys at AOL.com. I can only hope Colonel Manders does not email as he's been doing a lot in the past, Joel. Uh, well, no, let them email, Coach. People need a release nowadays. Mm-hmm. There's a yeah. lot of things that, you know, sometimes if we could be somebody's release, you All know, right. Colonel Manders, feel free, especially well, if it's you that are answering the, the, the replies, Coach. Speak for yourself. Thank you very much. By the way, Candy S is still extremely uh, upset with you. i got about three or four emails from angry listener Candy S. Did he actually go to 6317 South <laughs> Unit number two? I, you know what? I haven't even read some of the emails. I'm just going to forward them on. You know what? That's between you I, and Candy S. I, the Candy host S, coach. I'll I'm pay gonna, you back. Just huh? go to 63 South Loomis, <laughs> Candy S. <laughs> Unit number two. Oh, goodness. All right. Dial it up, folks. 888-463-6748. So many things to talk about with the Winter Olympics. We do got an NBA All-Star game. College basketball was all excited for the weekend, and I looked at the schedule, Big Dog, and quite frankly, outside of Ohio State and Illinois, eh, nothing that exciting this weekend. Well, yeah, there was it was a really good week. Last week it was incredible. This yeah. weekend was incredible. So it just so happened there isn't like a but there wasn't a bunch of great games. But next week, coach, yes. it happens again where everybody starts playing each other again. So mm-hmm. it's just around the corner. I do agree with you. Uh, Michigan State going into Penn State really isn't got me on the edge of my seat with excitement. Uh-huh. So it's, uh, so there is plenty of other things that that are going on. So it's finally I'm going to take my eyes off the Big Ten uh, conference for a little bit, unless we're talking. The fact that Texas and the Big Time Conference are talking about merging. Yeah, you know, I don't know how much rumor that is. It was At first it was shocking, and then I'm thinking, well, that's just cannon fodder for a slow news day. But the topic you're talking about, the Big Ten, we know they're at least thinking about expanding. Yes. The shocker was that one team rumored, quote-unquote, that they're looking at is the University of Texas. That was a shock. Can you imagine? You know, I wrote all the schools down where they are geographically, like on the map, and all of them are – Pretty close north and south-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, east and west is where it gets really spread out for the Big Ten. If you add Texas in the middle of that, that's way uh, – but you know what? Now it isn't really geographic anymore. It's it's going to get to a point where we might – ten years from now, like there might be a football conference that's Alabama, Florida, USC, Texas, Ohio State, Penn State. I mean, th- that might not be too exaggerated, Coach, mm-hmm. where, where we're going. The geographics don't mi- matter anymore. We might just have, like, major conference yeah. – you know, semi. It's, Again, it's a little I'm not putting too much stock in the rumor, but it just doesn't. Maybe it would take some getting used to. But my initial thought is, stay in the Big 12. Texas is a. You know, I still think of it as the Big Eight, but uh, yeah. You know, well, no, no, but Texas team, wasn't we, in the Big Eight, Coach. They were in the Southwestern. Oh, conference. you're right. You're right. The so, swack. They were a swack. Coach, I couldn't swack. agree more with you. And here's the only reason why I'd want Texas in. 
if they decided to stay to keep these 12 teams forever and not merge it or do anything else anymore. Do you, do you, know, what, do you know what I'm saying? But I'm afraid 10 years from now, mm-hmm. Texas will leave, go back to the Big 12, and all of a sudden, you know, yeah. Penn State leaves, goes into the Big East. or so. You know, you know what I mean? Why can't we just keep conferences the same for a while? What's wrong? I mean, I, why does everybody always searching for the better deal, the better deal? You make uh, sense. Th- You're absolutely right. I personally sent an email into uh, Jim Delaney, the commissioner of the Big Ten, who's office, by the way, only about 20 minutes from here. I shouldn't have emailed. It's I should very have close. I should have very. hand-delivered it. But uh, I suggested let's bring in Chicago State that way and play home and away with Northwestern. Two more wins a year. Maybe my Wildcat could get in the NCAA tournament. So they may be pushing for Texas. We here at the TalkZone.com, big Northwestern fans, we're going for Chicago State to enter the Big Ten. Man, man, Coach, are you disillusioned? And I'm not talking about Chicago State getting into the Big Ten, even though they don't mm-hmm. have a football program. I'm talking about the fact that you think you could hand-deliver a message to Big Ten Commissioner Jim Delaney. Sure. You're, you're, you're on the Big Ten Conference's watch list. There's no way you can hand-deliver a message like that well, to him. Well, you know, I'll pay the, pay the security <laughs> guy a couple of bucks. You know, David Olson will give me a little uh, press pass. I'll find my way in there, I'm sure. And you know what? Uh, I we, like being disillusioned. Even if it's not true, being disillusioned is not a bad thing. You should try it sometime. We can we can pre-record a, a show. Yes. And Dave can just say you were in studio when this happened, so that we you can actually have an alibi. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. Uh, by the way, I love the comment. I think it was uh, reading the Tribune. I think it was Dan McNeil, who does a radio show in the afternoon. He writes for the Sun Times, talking about some of the. Uh, Negative Winter Olympic people and people that aren't into the Winter Olympics, kind of skeptics, if you will. And he said his favorite event has always been in the Winter Olympics, the closing ceremonies. <laughs> so there, there are those people out there. Yeah, I have no problem. It's actually I a pretty no good line. I, I, I can see that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you know what? For one, for two weeks every four years, it's it's really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I, I love the bobsledding, the luge. I love all the anything which is. Really, really well, fast. You, you know, have to admit, if you get a hill and ice, you can, the human being can create a lot of speed, coach. And so, <laughs> I, it, I actually find some interest, you know, in that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then like, you know, you got the sexist part of me with the whole women's figure skating. And plus, it's the, I love hockey and, you know, the Stanley Cup playoffs. We always talk about how great the Stanley Cup playoffs are, coach. The only thing better than the Stanley Cup playoffs are the, the tournament for the Olympics when you're talking about n- national teams. And every game is a seventh game because it's a single elimination tournament. Mm-hmm. So as much as we love Stanley Cup, Cup hockey, Cup hockey, yeah. think of that particular. Yeah. The medal fact. round, the medal round of oh, Olympic hockey is outstanding. Incredible. What, uh, help me out, Big Dog, real quick before we go to a break. By the way, David Olson, longtime luge guy himself. Uh, never was on a hill, but he's a longtime oh, luge he, guy. He, you can go figure that out for yourself. Loser, just a fan of the losers. Yes. Well, okay. he's, you know, as a young kid growing up in Lockport, Illinois, he was called a loser. Thank you very much. I'm going to scissor kick you in the back <laughs> of the head. <laughs> Producer extraordinaire David Olson. I forgot what the heck I was going to say, but uh, I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, We will take a quick break here. Our phone lines are open at 888-463-6748. You can email us at Mike. Two guys at AOL.com. Big Dog and a coach. Don't forget, Big Dog's Valentine's weekend, folks. It might not be pretty, but it will be fun. Back in a minute.
lines are open for your calls on Two Guys and a Mic. Call 888-GO-FOR-IT. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski, on TalkZone.com. Finally, remember during the uh, break, Big Dawn, the scintillating comment that I was going to ask you before I so rudely interrupted myself. Okay. And it was, we were talking about Olympic hockey. Olympic hockey, the and metal welcome, round. Welcome back, TalkZone.com. Phone lines open, 888-463-6748. I agreed with you about the excitement of the metal round, one and done, no best of seven. My question is, when it goes overtime in Olympic hockey, how do they decide it? Please tell me there's no shootouts. Um. No, it's please uh, please tell me if it's it, it's got to be like a golden goal. There's got to be it, it, oh you need an overtime goal. Please tell me in the medal round that's the way they do it, coach. Okay, so you're you're pretty sure. But if any uh, if we have any Winter Olympic uh, hockey in particular experts out there who would know that for sure, I'm pretty sure. Please let us know if it's yeah. the other way because if it's a shootout to determine yeah. uh, uh, the gold medal, how yeah. disappointing would that be? Yeah. And the U.S. would have no chance against the uh, Iranian hockey team in a shootout. Believe me. Well, well, the the, the only reason why is they have a a seven hundred and eighty five pound goalie who can't skate. They just <laughs> stuff him inside the goal for shootouts only, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Patrick Kane fakes left, fakes right, fakes left, fakes right. Still can't see the opening of the net. Fake some more, Patrick. Um, I, but that that's good stuff. And I will tell you, and I'm not, you know, I like hockey. I enjoy it. It's not in my number one or number two sports. But I will tell you this, we've mentioned this before on the radio show, I don't think there's anything better in sports. I can't think of anything in basketball, baseball, or football that is any better from a spectator standpoint than Stanley Cup or medal round Olympic hockey overtime, one goal and you win. It might be, Big Dog, seriously, as good as it gets in all the sports. Uh, you know what? It is pretty incredible, Coach. That That is definitely way, way up there in you know, when you're talking about like uh, like Stanley Cup like type playoffs, it's really good. So that's going to be the same way with. Uh, I know there is an overtime period. Hopefully, it is you know 20 minutes and it's not like five or anything like that. Or mm-hmm. uh, I guess well, we're going to have to. I'm find hoping out. it's just extended. I, mean, I hope you never come to a shootout in Olympic hockey. Just keep playing. I mean, if you you know if you have to, if you want to go four on four, I can live with that. Anything but the shootout. A medal in the Olympics once every four years, country versus country, needs to be decided by a goal not by a um, one-player, one-on-one shootout. Yeah, I, I could totally agree with you, Coach. Totally agree. All right. Winter Olympic talk, opening ceremonies tonight. Do we have any hint yet on who will light the torch? I know we've had that as a source of discussion the last couple of days. Big Dog, you've got some contacts up in the Vancouver area. Do you have any insights for our two guys at a mic.com listening audience? You know, I, I think we've totally blown this out of, out of proportion. It's your guy Gary Trudeau, right? Oh, the Doonesbury account? Yeah, it's got to be. We talked about it all week. That's all we can come up with. No, I think it's going to be President Trudeau. Oh, possibly. No, it, it's going to be Wayne Gretzky, coach. Trudeau? This has got it. Why are we spending so Pierre much time? It's, it's 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 Wayne Gretzky. You think so? Don't overthink yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's got to be Wayne Gretzky. Go with the obvious. Don't overthink it. All right, that would be a good. You certainly can't argue with that. Certainly, well, the, Canada's greatest athlete ever. I would think. The greatest of all time. He's one of the he's one of the greatest athletes in the history of the planet. So I would have to say Wayne Gretzky should be lighting the Olympic torch. You going to be watching the uh, opening ceremonies tonight or taping it? Uh, I will actually be watching them. It is Friday. It, uh, this is like the it's traffic central night at my house. There'll probably be at least fifteen different people who stop by the house tonight on Friday. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. it's like everybody on their way home from work stops by my house. Mm-hmm. It's like I have a bar downstairs, so everybody just comes by, stops by. So uh, we will be watching the Olympics at the house, Coach. Any chance and, uh, Any chance uh, the coach can get an invite? It could be a lonely Friday night for me. I may be stopping by. Coach, come on out. Just don't bring anything up about Wayne Gretzky. I have very – my friends don't really pay much attention, so I'll have like a pot, and I'll put in a bunch of different names, and they'll all cool. draw them at the last one. I'll say, hey, how about Wayne Gretzky? I'll win the pot. No problem. <laughs> Is your uh, roommate Mahmoud a big Winter Olympics fan? Uh, believe it or not, he was like, "You do not believe how cold it will get in the desert." So yes, he loves <laughs> he loves the Winter Olympics, coach. Big fan, big fan. Beautiful. And of course, we got some stars to watch, and I think one of the cool things is we will find some new stars. But there are some familiar names returning. You remember, uh, and and some local guys too, by the way, Shawnee Davis. The great speed skater right here from Evanston, Illinois, the Chicago area, fairly well represented in the Winter Olympics. But the Shawnee Davis is back. You remember Anton? Uh, uh, now, now uh, Shawnee Davis, Coach, I yeah. wish him the best. Uh, but just quit being so angry, Shawnee. Quit being so angry. He did have that problem for it. But yeah, just, you know, just skate, okay? He... Just shut up and skate. Seriously. That's all i got to say to okay. Shawnee Davis. Maybe he should have that on his jersey instead of a sponsor. <laughs> shut up and skate. Yeah, no, no, quit complaining all the time. Yeah. Just Speaking of sponsorships now, please tell me the Olympic athletes, they're not allowed to have any sponsorship on their uniform, or would that be incorrect? No, that's up to the whatever the U.S. Olympic team wants to do. So their uniforms are sponsored by what, like Nike or Reebok, so that'll be on the uniform. So, yeah, you can't have, like, Mm -hmm. sponsorship on there. Okay. I I, I guess you could if you wanted to, but that'd be kind of tacky, wouldn't it? I just would not. uh, It's the Olympics. To me. Yeah, exactly. And again, maybe I'm going to be proven wrong here. I can't remember four years ago. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but it would seem the purity of the Olympics. You would not have the, uh, you know, the Nike or like the golfers wear, or the swimmers wear, you know, and getting all the sponsorship money. But that's probably uh, my glass half full way of looking at it. And probably going to be incorrect. You know what, Coach? Now, you know what? Now that I think about it, there are average. You remember when Greg Luganis was in diving and he had Chico bail bonds on the back of his. Uh, <laughs> Is the kitty brace? I do not, but that okay. would have been a great call. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, that that was the bad news bears. I'm yeah, sorry. Still one of my five favorite scenes in all the movies. Eight 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 four six three sixty seven forty eight. The number. How about Anton Apollo Ono, or is it Apollo Anton? Yeah, another guy. I For keep forgetting that, but uh, that guy rubs me the wrong way too, Coach. Really? I, I wish him the best. I hope he does all right. But yeah, he rubs me the wrong way too. I have no idea why, but yeah. I don't like him either. Oh, come on. Now, there's our U.S. athletes. Already you're firing on two guys, Shawnee Davis. and Is it Anton Apollo or Apollo Anton? Anton Apollo Ono. I don't I think so. I think it's Apollo a- Anton Ono. It's one of the two. We do know his last name is, oh, no. Ron Santo must love him, by the way, our Cub announcer. Oh, well, I, you know what? Ron's in for a long year. Let's, please don't bring up the Cubs right now. It's going to be a long year for the Cubs. Uh, believe it or not, Bodie Miller. The skier, I thought he had like dropped out and was not going to be a factor. Apparently, he is uh, back in line, four years more mature. You remember Bodie Miller, superstar, won all the events, and then come Olympic time, he spent uh, a little bit too much time in the Olympic Village and a little bit too little time on the Olympic Hill, and he never won a medal in the last Olympics. Yeah, you know what? It, it's his choice if he wants to party and have a good time. Who cares? It's his life. Everybody act like, oh, he cost us a gold medal. How do, he's the one who made the choice. So that, that's pretty funny. Well, I guess there's that, that way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it is you can party all you want. You know, like the, every other day of the year, the Olympics, you're a vet, is like for four or five days. One, yeah. you concentrate. This could be a lifetime chance to win a gold medal, something you could 
have in your trophy room, something you can think about, the memories, tell your kids, your grandkids, your girlfriends, whatever, for four or five days, you know. Maybe maybe that's so, his way of trying to ski at, at top. Some people are a little different, didn't Coach. Work, didn't work that. But no, anyhow, did. the surprising thing is Bodie Miller is back. I was a little when, bit shocked to hear that. When it's worked all the other times, nobody complained about it, though. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And I'm here defending Bodie Miller, and the only reason why I did it was because I didn't want to bash three guys in a row. <laughs> okay, so all of a sudden I got stuck with having to defend Bodie Miller. All right, sorry. Next time, so in, no matter what order you would have put it right. in, those three guys, I would have defended the third all guy right, just well. so I could see if I got. Like, Right now, it's two bash, one defend. We bring up the flying tomato, the snowboarder himself. Finally, some guy I can actually love. I love Sean White. Keeping score at home, it's two to two, folks. Okay. Well, I I don't know if I love Bodie Miller. But, yeah, it's Sean White. Did you happen to see the X Games where when Sean White was doing the half pipe, Uh coming down in practice, and he smashed his face against the edge, the ice edge of the half pipe? Did you see that? I did not, but I saw what he looked like afterwards, and I'm kind of glad I didn't see it. Well, he they, he then went out and immediately had the first jump that he had on the half pipe after that. Mm-hmm. He got like 23 feet in the air. It was the highest anybody had went all all day. So After uh, getting his face smashed in. Yes, and he, he knew the Olympics was coming up. He didn't have to do anything at the X Games. Right after doing that, he still goes out there and, mm-hmm. and does a run again. This guy is it's pretty cool, and I know some people don't think snowboarding is oh shouldn't be Olympic sport, but you know what? It's very difficult, and a lot of people are doing it. It's here to stay, mm-hmm. and this guy, without a doubt, is the is the greatest of all time. But but of course, it's a young sport coach. All right, there it is, the flying tomato on the positive side for the big dog. Lindsay Jacobellis, a women's speed snowboarder, had the great story or the not so great story, however you want to mention it from the last Olympics. She is back, big dog, bigger and better than ever. Well, maybe let's just say better than ever, ready to reclaim her gold medal. You remember, she's the young lady who lost it at the very end of the snowboard race. She was hamming it up a little bit, tried a trick at the end, slipped and fell, lost her gold medal. Lindsay Jacobellis, right back at you. Yeah, caught an edge, and that was the best thing that ever happened to her. Now she's totally famous because everybody remembers for that, and she still is young enough to have a chance to win a gold medal in, in, in the Vancouver Olympics. So mm-hmm. wish her the best. She ended up being, uh, yeah, everybody was mad at her. But you know what? After you get to know that girl a little bit, you find out she's a pretty good girl. You know what I mean? She made a mistake. Well, she, you know, and also you know. apparently not just getting to know her, but you listen to some of the um – I don't know if you want to call it tradition, but just the the way these snowboarders are, many of them say they do the same thing. It's, yeah, it's part so, of the culture. That's the word I'm looking for, of hamming yeah. it up a little bit for the crowd. They're not only looking to win. They're part athletes. They're part showmen. It's showmen. They're yeah. a showman. And, and so she doesn't regret that much. She was doing what a lot of other athletes in that particular event would have done and, and ham it up a little bit, try a trick, trying to please the crowd. It didn't work, but that's what they're doing. They're trying to show it up a little bit for the crowd. And I can see she knows she's won, and she probably her, she let down a little bit. And if she was still, she could have been doing the trick, you know, and still not like realizing that she's won. She probably wouldn't have fallen at that particular time. But you know, it's you know that makes a lot of sense, coach. That is part of it. You got to be a showman if you're uh, if you're in snowboarding, right. I guess. Those are some of your big names returning for the Winter Olympics, and uh, some new stars. One of the fun things about watching the games: some new names, new stars are going to come. And then remember, let's not just root for the United States team here. I'm just going to make a a personal note: uh, don't be afraid to root for the other team. If I could say that. Don't so if there's an American to, going uh, up against somebody else, 
You're saying? Yeah. You know, they're they're all we're all one big happy planet here. There's great stories, great athletes, wonderful people from other countries. Don't get too upset if the United States person loses. Enjoy the competition. There are great stories across the borders as well, big dog. So my message to you is uh while we're rooting for the US, don't be afraid to cheer on the opposing countries, opposing teams, opposing individuals. Well, don't you love America, Coach? Of course I love America, but I love <laughs> Russia, too, and I love <laughs> Slovenia, and I love Norway. There's great people. I mean, you know, if, if, if uh, you... I'm just... Huh? I'm giving you a hard time. Thank, you, hard thank time. you very much. Uh, we're going to take a break, or we got a guest here real quick? We have someone... Up to on... you, Coach, yeah. All right, let's, let's real quick, because we got to get to the Big Dogs' Valentine's weekend. We'll finish up Winter Olympic talk and a little bit on the NBA All-Star game. Very, very quickly, let's go out to the phone lines. We have a special guest joining us, and quite frankly, I'm not sure why he's joining us, but it is Jim Boyer joining us on the line. Jim, how are you? Hi, I'm very good. What's your excitement level on the Winter Olympics? <laughs> Pretty excited. I'm working so hard, though. I don't have any time to watch it right oh, now. Oh, stop it. Come on. Take a break. President's weekend, Valentine's weekend. We got Lent coming up. There's all kinds of things. You got to work. Too much work is not good for you. Yeah, well, sit, I wish that was true. Sit back I mean, and enjoy a little. <laughs> enjoy a little Nordic skiing in the Winter Olympics this weekend. You'll feel much better. Believe me. Yeah, now, now, Jim, you're the director for the the television show Engage. Correct. Wow. Yes. Engage. Uh, yep. It's a TV show coming up. It's a TV pilot. Okay. And uh, you guys are going to be filming that here in Chicago. Now, yeah, tell us some of the the things that you're facing actually making a television show here in Chicago. Yes, um, it is. Uh, a lot of locations are in the south suburbs, and it um, is the first TV show based in Chicago in a long time. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited about it. Very cool. Any names we could throw out on the air right now just to call a few people out? Can we can uh, we get a, can we get a scoop here on the TalkZone.com? <laughs> You'll, Nobody say did no. yet. No, 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 nothing I can say yet. Interesting. Um, yep. Do we have any but, Winter Olympic athletes that are going to appear on the show? Because <laughs> I guarantee you there'll be at least a couple of engagements coming out of the Winter Olympics. Uh, well, now that uh, Danica Patrick is going to be on, uh, what is that, NCIS, Okay. Uh, we, we're going to have, I mean, she's, she's already beat us to the punch. <laughs> You see MTV, yeah. by the way, MTV is uh, taking, getting rid of the music television. Did you see that? Well, no, they're not no. going to play videos anymore no, is what no, you're saying? No, no, no. They're getting rid of the music television as part of their name. It's going to be strictly MTV. They're trying to get away from the music image and be more of an all-purpose station. So maybe the show Engaged could make an appearance on MTV, Jim Boyer. That would be very cool. You'd, yeah. be, you'd uh -huh. be open to that. Oh, yes. Now, now Jim, the one thing that I was looking at the, the show, instead of having like a couple of people doing the show, doing a lot of scenes, you have many different people doing small bits. Is that going to be different as a director trying to like actually work with a bunch of different people as opposed to just a few? Well, we have uh, basically four couples that are the centerpiece of the show. Um, so just like television, you run, you know, you have a lot of multiple stories running at the same time, smaller stories. So it is different than a film, for sure, but um, you just have to keep the big picture in mind when you're doing it, you know? Like, what what are the interlocking stories over a period of time that we're going to be showing? All right, so each segment is not a start and a finish. This is like an ongoing thing? Right, right. Okay. Just like any other TV show, like, you're kind mm -hmm. of left. You know, some things are wrapped up. You have some some questions are answered, but then always new things are opened up. and. Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. Has the filming taken place yet? I mean, are you into it? Or are you just starting it? Or are you done with it? Or what? We're we're in pre-production right now. Pre-production. And yeah. Do you have the couples and, picked out? Yes. Yes. We have all of our actors. We right. have all of our. Because I was going to I was going to suggest a couple of couples for you, but if you've already <laughs> got them, if you need any in the bullpen, I got a few people. Uh, one uncle in particular that might be a good candidate for TV. <laughs> Jim, how do you how do you walk the fine line of making telling like a good story and then also like making a pilot or making something where you'll know somebody will buy it? So because sometimes you got to dumb stuff down just so it can get on television or internet sports radio. Um, yes, I, <laughs> I see. Um, I don't know. I see television shows now getting edgier and edgier. Um, there's, they're more and more, some of them are more realistic. You have characters that aren't so black and white, um, cookie cutter characters with more depth. So I don't think that we have to dumb it down that much. You know, this is, this is pretty edgy. It's pretty out there. Um, and I think audiences would like it. Beautiful. Edgy and out there are two good things for our listening audience, Jim. We, <laughs> we do research to the people that listen to this show and edgy and out there are Probably two of the top five characteristics of our listeners, and believe me, you don't want to know the other three. Uh, all right, so the show is called Engaged. Uh, you're going to do some pilot programs. You're hoping that it will get picked up, right? And so we don't know Correct. what station it's going to be on yet. No. Right. We have some interest from some networks, but I don't want to say anything yet. Okay. Well, if it doesn't work on the TV side, we'll be happy to run it Engaged here on the Two Guys at a Mic Show. Maybe we can work some out via Internet Radio. We'll be your fallback, Jim, if the TV gig doesn't work out. <laughs> All, right. All right. Go back to an old-fashioned radio show. Yeah. Oh, we can work. So we're webcasting now, so we got the, the whole the TV. You know, you get some of the couples in here. They could be seen via the Internet. I think we could work something out. Is actually, it? actually, that is not that is an option. Yes, I mean, absolutely. if you film them and it, and it doesn't get picked up, mm-hmm. if you actually show it, you can show it on the Internet, and if it gets a following, all of a mm-hmm. sudden uh, a, a channel will come in and actually pay for it and put it on their television program. So, that, Coach, I mean, you're joking around about it, but that's yeah. actually uh, a medium that is happening nowadays. So, but, uh, Jim, is uh, the big dog, my good friend Joe Radwanski, does he have a part in this yes, engaged? He uh, what yes, part? He, he's playing Charlie. Who's Charlie? Coach, <laughs> Coach, you, you don't you don't pay attention too much. We had, let me see, we had on... Uh, we had on somebody last week we were talking about this. I'm like the the owner of a diner or something like that. I got a lot of things in my plate. Big dog, give me a break. <laughs> my basketball team just got knocked out of the state tournament yesterday in a last second shot. I'm still trying to recover from that. Oh, it did? Who oh, the I'm hell sorry. is who's Charlie? Charlie is um Oh my god. Um uh, not a very big role this yet. Is, this is Joel's part. He's not a big role yet. Huh? There it is. This is the, the big dog is playing Charlie, and then we got the director on. Charlie is. Uh, well, we, well, I can see well, Joel. Reason, I can see you're going to be a major part of this production. Exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, well, I guess I'm owner of a diner where some guy works, and I help some kid out, basically. Right. And so, well, we'll see. No big deal. The thing is, is um, we are undergoing some minor script revisions, and we have Uh-oh. bigger plans for Charlie right now. Uh oh. So uh, I don't want to talk about him too much, and I'm not sure exactly where we're going with it yet. Any any love scenes for Charlie? I don't know how well you know Joel, but he enjoys taking off his clothes in public. So uh, I warn in advance: be careful those I'm, scenes. That um, one, that will not be webcast, by the way. And the t- that that particular scene will not be on our show. All right, I, I we'll, do appreciate that, Jim. We appreciate your uh, taking some time. Good luck with the show. It's called Engaged, and uh, make sure you check in with us every once in a while. We'll kind of 
your show will be our adopted show here on the Two Guys in a Mic show. And if you get a TV gig, we'll be the first one to publicize it, okay? Very cool. All right. Thank you very much. Beautiful. Appreciate Thanks, it, Jim. Have a good day. All right. Not a Winter Olympics fan. He's working too hard. But Jim Boyer, the show is called Engaged. Joel has a part in it. We just don't know what part it's going to be. We do know his name is Chart. Yes, Coach. We talked about this last week. You know, I'm uh, I'm running a diner. Okay. Some of the guys that are engaged come in and eat at the diner and stuff. So. All right. Sounds like he's got a bigger part in plan for you. So maybe... Uh... Well, the, the first, the first, see, the first pilot, I, I have only like three lines, so I have to, but we'll yeah. see what happens after. Well, that. you know, uh, there have been many supporting actors in shows that get going a little bit, and they become more and more popular. And as you well know, Rhoda and uh, uh, Florida from Good Time, many, many spinoffs. So down the road, there could be a spinoff hit TV show called Charlie. You could become bigger than the whole Engage show itself. Luckily for lucky for me that in the script the diner that I'm running has a lot of illegal immigrants in the kitchen. Why is that lucky? The waitresses? Are you kidding me, coach? <laughs> in a show about getting married? Are you kidding me? Engaged? I mean, there, there's right there the plot line. Are you kidding me? Hey, happy Valentine's Day, big dog, to you and yours, and please keep your hands off mine. Oh, speaking of Valentine's Day, it's, right, it couldn't it be easy. any better. It, it falls easy. on Down a boy. Sunday this year. Down boy. All right, we're taking a quick break. Two guys and a mic will be back for our final segment. Not sure which way we're going to go in the final segment, but we'll be back for TalkZone.com. Two guys and a mic. Guys and a mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski, on TalkZone.com. And it is the coach and the dog back at your final segment here of the week. Don't forget, we do the show every 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock CT. Central time here on TalkZone.com. You can check out all the info, including a picture of the big dog himself, the well-coiffed Joe Radwanski, on our fan page, too guysmike.com so make sure you check that out our phone lines are open if you want to check in 888-463-6748 I did have a bad dream last night Joe I don't want to get into it all but it did involve Nordic skiing Nordic skiing coach huh? yeah. I, the, the the biathlon the one with the gun the guys in the tights and the gun I think I, I don't want to get too graphic uh, but uh, the simple answer to that would be yes Oof. Uh, they have pills for that, but the, the side effects create like nine other pills that you have to take, which create about 81 other uh, side effects, Coach. It was, it was not good, believe me. Uh, very quickly, other stories over the weekend. I know you're a big NASCAR guy. Daytona 500, the Super Bowl of racing. I watched both qualifying races yesterday, Coach. Okay. I'm a nerd, so I got to say. Anything interesting? 
It was fantastic. Both qualifying races came down to within a bumper. In the first one, Jimmy Johnson beat Kevin Harvick by okay. legitimately six inches. Okay. So he ended up getting the, the, the inside slot of the second row. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in the second race qualifying race, um, who was, uh, Casey Kane was able to hold off, uh, Tony Stewart. And Tony this. Stewart got a, which was good, Coach, because you know we both rooted against Tony Stewart, who's yes. just a chump. Yep. And he was getting a push from Juan Pablo Montoya, who is another uh, chump. Yeah, who doesn't uh, get a push from Juan Pablo Montoya? Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Casey Kane's top ten every weekend, by the way, on the oldie station. I always enjoy that. I do, now, oh, no, no, that's Casey Kane. Ah, well, close enough. Let me ask you a question here. Uh, the qualifying round, help me out because I'm, you know, I don't really follow the NASCAR that much. What is the significance? You said one guy won by what, like six oh, inches? Yeah. What's it's the significance? So Jimmy Johnson won by six. So what happens in the Daytona 500? That, that's the beautiful thing. Because it is the Super Bowl of NASCAR racing, mm-hmm. instead of having it like just at the end where you you have like you had raced the week before, basically people prepare for this weekend for months before they go into it. And uh, what happens is some people are automatically in from last year into the into the Daytona 500 from where they had with points from last year some aren't so though during these qualifying races they have to finish at a certain place in order to get in the race mm-hmm. and also besides the time trials and Mar- Mark Martin won that so he got the pole position okay the second row is designated to the to the racers who win the race from the two qualifying races that people are trying to get that second row, which is a really good spot. The second row is an excellent spot to start a race. And uh, also for like people that are borderline not making it, Michael Waltrip was one of those guys, well, you know, NASCAR legend. He was borderline making it, and he barely got in because I'm not sure. I think it was Scott mm-hmm. Speed, son of Lake Speed. Great name, Scott Speed for a race car driver. Are you kidding bad. me? Yeah, and uh, so he, he, since he finished some, I I lost all the technicality part at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Michael Watcher right. was able to sneak in. Right. So so it does have a pretty good significance. Uh, yes, the qualifying rounds. Which does is the guy which who finished is, in last place? Does he get like like the obstructed view, like way in the back? Is there an obstructed view line? Well, uh, that's funny. For the Daytona 500, Michael Watcher will be starting 43rd in last place, Coach. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he doesn't exactly get obstructed view, but it's going to take, he's not, he, he never runs fast anymore. He's, a, he's old and, uh, he, he'll finish out of the money, but Mark Martin, uh, class act, he's got his first pole position over for the Daytona 500 and hopefully right. he can win. All right. Well, you're excited about that race, the Daytona 500 this weekend. I've already got April 9th marked on on the calendar. I know producer David Olson's got that date down too. Uh, Apple Blossom Invite. Very excited about this. Oak Lawn Park in Hot Springs, Arkansas. They have finally got the two super female horses together. Who are those? Zenyatta. What do you mean, who are those? I don't know, Coach. Zenyatta and Rachel Alexandra, arguably the two greatest female horses of all time. Both undefeated. They're both racing at the same time. They've never raced against each other. The two agents, the managers, were bickering back and forth like a couple of couples on Jim Boyer's Engage show. Finally. Finally, they worked out a deal. I think it involves a third horse. I'd like to be the third horse in that. Mm-hmm. Like the chase horse? Is it like a fat? Well, that's, that's a good question. That's I don't a, know if they think got a guy that. horse or a girl horse, but, that, but part of the no, deal no, no, was... No, but if, uh, depending on uh, the styles of the two horses that you're talking about, that third horse choice is dramatic. <laughs> no, no, think about it, Coach. Because just say if you've got like a long, like, like a one, uh, like a horse that has a long gait, I mean, that can really go for a long time. Mm-hmm. If you get a sprint horse out there, it'll be able to handle it. But if okay. you get another one 
that maybe is a sprint horse and uh-huh. a slow horse gets out there for the third one, uh-huh. that one that's a sprint horse could will have enough energy I, at the I, end to win. You know what? I thought you were joking with me. That makes absolute sense. Big Dog showing his span of athletic knowledge today. Olympic Winter Olympic history, knowledge of the athletes, breaking down the Daytona 500, and now you're giving me third-person party particulars on a Zenyatta versus Rachel so Alexandra in horse racing. That's that is dramatic. They shouldn't have a, another horse on there to really make it a true test, to be honest with you, well, because that third horse really throws, uh, unless those horses run exactly the same. Do you know what I mean? Then uh, it doesn't matter. Well, okay? I'm going to take you one step further, one step back, a couple of steps backward. I would argue that, yeah, it shouldn't be a third horse. These horses have won races with eight or nine other horses. So to me, it needs to be eight or nine horses. Okay, good, good point. Very yeah. good point, coach. Uh, I know, have no problem with that. That's a, a two-person race is a little bit different than with your with with eight. Who knows how they're going to react? I'd rather see them do it in a regular race, mm-hmm. which they've both done all their lives. They're both undefeated. Let them go at it, see which ones wins, and put them next to each other. Put them at in, yes. in four and five. Put them yeah. at four or five. Mono versus mono, or in this case, yes. female versus female. Flip April the 9th. point, see which one gets four, see which one gets five. David Olson has already informed me he's got a family function on April 9th, and he won't be able to make it. All right. I'll be traveling alone to Hot Springs, Arkansas, but No. Coach, I have to admit April 9th, right yes. then I can definitely miss a uh I can miss the 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 what do you call it, the Masters. Okay. Uh, that's no problem. I can miss a year of that and baseball like, really won't matter at that point. So it's an I will go like down no with the I'm going to be with uh, the people in the mid midfield because in Arkansas, <laughs> can you imagine the inside of a track in Arkansas, coach? There's a lot of insider trading in Arkansas, if you know what I mean. <sighs> Oh my goodness. Seriously, they're going to think I'm royalty when they see the fact that I have 32 teeth. I got, seriously, I'm going, I'm going with you, coach, and I'm going to be on the inside of the track. What do you call it? Because if it's, they talk about how crazy it is in Kentucky. Can you imagine what it would be like in Arkansas? It's fine. You find your own way back to the hotel. I'm not babysitting for the weekend. I'm going to get myself like an indentured servant or something like that that weekend. Oh, whoa, blue 42 red, spit it out, 42, 42, hut, hut. Uh, all right, very quickly, Valentine's weekend coming up. We only have a one-hour show here. we got so much to get to. David Olson, our producer's trying to work it out with general manager Chris Whitting. We need two hours, quite frankly, on the TalkZone.com. Two guys and a mic, one hour won't get it done, but we are stuck right now with the one-hour big dog. Very quickly, Valentine's weekend, uh, I know for you it can be you've had your ups and you have your downs over the years in the world of romance. Describe uh, the Valentine's weekend for our fine listeners for the big dog well, this year. Well, lucky for me, I don't have to buy anybody flowers. I don't have okay. to do any of that. And so uh, it, no, at Valentine's no. Day happens to fall on a Sunday, and a few of my friends, we're going to go out. We'll we'll go to the to the right places. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll be looking for love actually, in all the right places. Uh, one of my friends, Lourdes Quadra, she's got a, a huge party with all types of her friends that are are going to be there. So uh, I thought my that. guys will have an opportunity to. To go there and and at midnight it'll be Valentine's Day. These girls will be a little drunk, a little lonely, and you know. And who knows? I want to remind you, this is not New Year's. This is Valentine's Day. Well, for us it doesn't matter, but to them it matters, Coach. So hopefully, right. you know, hopefully I can find myself. See, I do have an Illinois friend fallback, and Illinois plays Ohio State at noon on Valentine's Day. Yes. Okay, the morning. Serious, seriously. Uh-huh. So I mean, I do have that available to There's me. There's no better. But Wait, she does listen to this program, so I may have lost that particular opportunity now. Well, by, by the way, if your uh, girlfriend, Lourdes Quadro, is out there anywhere, uh, I would be afraid. Be very, very afraid. And I might also add there's no better way to cure 
the blues from not having a girlfriend for Valentine's Day than to watch Mike Tisdale 12 o'clock on Sunday and his fighting Illini. Uh, him, Dimitri McKamey, hopefully yep. Mike Davis will keep on stepping up. They're going to need everybody to play a fantastic ball game if they're going to want to beat the Ohio State Buckeyes come noon on Saturday, home on Sunday. And all I know is I'm just happy I get Gus Johnson for a couple hours, Coach. That's even better. <laughs> That's even better than having Lord Quadra for a couple of hours. Maybe not. Oh, 888-463-6748 is our phone number, by the way. You want to check in, talk some sports with the dog and the coach, two guys and a mic. That's what we are here for. You can email us at mike2guys at aol.com. So Saturday, Saturday night, uh, you will not be out of the town. You're going to go by the strict rule. Time. Valentine's Day is Sunday. You're sticking to the deck. I am going to be out on the town. And if you do, just, if you want to, just, you can contact, uh, you can t- contact my Facebook page, request me, Coach, at Joel Rodwanski, and I will let you know. Will Lourdes, you know her friend Koa Turner? Remember Koa Turner, the, play- ah, the playmate? I do remember in-studio yeah. guest Koa Turner. Yeah, Too so, bad we weren't webcasting back then. Uh, hopefully, she well, she goes out every once in a while, and she invited me out last week. So who knows? You, you just asked me that we can get you into all the hottest clubs, all this stuff. You don't have to pay for them in the city of Chicago. So mm-hmm. just Facebook me, and all then right. you can listen here at TalkZone.com every right. week. So you will be out and about, possible chance for a female to catch one of the up-and-coming Internet sports talk hosts in the Chicago <laughs> area. I think, you'd yes. be, I think you'd be quite a catch. Oh, Coach, yes. Probably one... Like the next day, you take the hook out and throw it back in, but, you know, still quite a catch. Yeah, especially yeah. if you like guys that like to work an hour a day. <laughs> All right, Big Dog, I know you got a lot of notes of research back at the uh, hospital over there. Any other items we have not gotten to? We have about the two minutes before David Olson has his usual end of the show. Uh, Temper tantrum. Anything else uh, we haven't gotten to? I've I've lost all my notes, Coach. I have. I'm sure there's more I needed to get to, but uh, I've lost track of all that. <laughs> NBA All Star Game very quickly. I did read Kobe Bryant injured, not playing. How disappointing for Mark Cuban and the Dallas fans. Yeah, Allen Iverson, who was voted in, unbelievably, yep. is not going to be there because his daughter is sick, so he's going to be attending to her. Yep. And David Lee was uh, put in his place, and Derrick Rose probably won't be able sick. to play because of his his hip a uh, bruised hip. Sick. We're talking about sick? Yeah, sick. That's all we're talking sick. about, sick? Sick child. Sick. She's just sick. She's not dead. You're She's sick. About sick? That's what we're talking about here, sick? <sighs> I can't Well, no, that's cool. He's being a good dad. That's good. He's doing the right thing, coach. Yeah. So, heck How yeah. About... For, wish him the best with his kid. Absolutely. How about Chicago? Glad he's got his priorities in place. One of his Absolutely. most. Uh... How Absolutely. about uh, Chicago kid Derek Rose? Have you talked to any medical people? What are the chance the uh, severe hip injury? Can D-Rowe get out there and play for a few minutes? Well, the problem is uh, he can't even sit on the bench because he, he sits down, his butt hurts, Coach. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be on the NBA All-Star bench standing up the whole time. <laughs> is it the butt or the hip? It's the it's the tailbone. The exactly tailbone. the oh, tailbone, okay. Coach. I thought it was the hips. That's no, the tailbone. That's a pain okay. in the butt, that, seriously. That's, so uh, that's, I, I, the tailbone is one of the worst bones to bruise. I, mm-hmm. I, you can't do anything about it. You can't sit down. You can't do anything, Coach. Mm-hmm. It's very uncomfortable. Interesting. All right. Well, you'll be watching 7.30 on TNT Sunday night. Should be a great sports weekend. Big Dog, I really appreciate your uh, joining us both Wednesday, both, for the triplet, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It's great. What days are we going to get you next week? Do we know yet? Uh, we're, we'll have to look at the, okay. we'll have to have my agent talk okay. to your particular representatives, coach. Yeah, I fired my representatives, so you may have to talk to me personally. Well, my agent doesn't return my call, so yeah. this might be very difficult me, for us to figure this out. Me and my representatives had, uh, how should we gently say it, a falling out last week. I no longer have any representatives, so have your people talk to my people and we'll do lunch. But either way, thank you for being on for three days, big dog. 
Uh, sounds good, Coach. Appreciate it. You bet. Have a great weekend out there, everybody. We thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back at you Monday for President's Day. David Olson, are we on on Monday? He's giving me the thumb up, shaking the head. There we go. We'll be on on Monday. Have a great weekend for the TalkZone.com. Two guys and a mic. We're signing off. Thank you.